Welcome to episode 10 of the Comfort in the Workplace podcast. Today I want to discuss goal setting, and I'm going to cover three points on how I think about setting goals. And the first is, is around stewardship and how I think you need to focus on your stewardship when setting goals, not only for yourself, but also for your team. And the second is that, you know, we can't, we can't uh, assume that our success last year is going to lead to success this year. And, you know, we always need to, when we're, when we're setting our goals, set out to prove ourselves and to prove our, our value add. And then third, I want to cover um, personal development and how I think it's important that we have just one personal development goal for, for the year. So as a leader, when you set goals, I want you to focus on your stewardship. Your goals, they're not just for yourself. They get cascaded down to your team. And so I want to make sure that when you set your goals, that they're achievable, but they also push your team to reach their potential. You know, I want, I want these goals to make them a bit uncomfortable and so that they're striving to push themselves and to grow. And at the end of the year, I want them to be able to look back and to be um, proud of what they achieved. So the goals need to be achievable, but they shouldn't be too achievable where they're just a, a bit of a, a slam dunk. You know, you want them to, to fight for those goals. You want them to push for those goals. And so you got to be able to strike the right balance between having achievable goals, yet have the goals leave the team a bit uncomfortable so that they, they, they push themselves out of their, their comfort zone. Now, on paper, I believe in using the SMART framework for goal setting. And so for those that don't know, the SMART framework, um, SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Timely Goals. And I believe in that. I, I like that framework. However, I just want to caution a bit. I've seen too many managers mess up with the S, and they get way too specific. And so the goals, instead of, um, instead of them um, focusing on an outcome, they start looking at outcomes as a task list. And so now you have the manager dictating tasks for the next 12 months, and how can you possibly know what's going to happen over the next 12 months? And so goals are, are meant um, to be a bit open-ended. I mean, you want the goals um, to, to be based on um, outcomes, and so the outcomes could be very, very specific, um, but don't let the goals become taskless for the next 12 months. And, and I know maybe they're split up into five or six different categories, uh, but nonetheless, they're, they're, they're taskless. And I hate that. I mean, it absolutely sucks the creativity out of the team, and it in fact stunts their potential. So by being so specific, by laying out the next 12 months, most of the time when you're trying to lay out the next 12 months in tasks, you're probably um, going to underachieve on your potential rather than opening it up. So leave them a bit open-ended, um, have the, the team figure out how to achieve. Um, and then of course, um, you, you always got to make sure it's measurable. And you know, I love the M. I've talked about metrics before. Um, and so I think metrics are really important. And so there are a couple of comfort in the workplace tools that I think that can help in this area quite a bit. And so uh, it's both it's the customer correct tool and the metric lead. And so with the customer correct for you, you to remember is that that was focused on getting alignment um, from the customer, from the voice of the customer, the customer input to what success looks like. 
um, to the metrics that are going to drive success. And so if you have all of that laid out, and if you remember over on the bottom right, you had area for improvement opportunities, and that was intentionally left open-ended so that you can empower the team to come up with the improvement opportunities. So encouraging that, that creativity. If you have the customer correct tool, it could feed very nicely into um, your goal setting. And I know this doesn't fit for everything, but, but it, could, it could help for quite a bit. Um, and, and so with that, the metric lead, if you remember, was you know pick five or six metrics. And, and at the end of the year, if you did a good job on those five or six metrics, um, you're in a much better place than you were uh, the 12 months prior. Well, that's perfect for goal setting, right? That's what you want out of your out of your goals. And so, if you have good um, your good metrics, if you have those five or six metrics, those could fit into and and feed into your your goal setting as well. Not only in the measurable, but as just overall goals, those should encourage you um, to come up with with some of your your goals for the year. And one of the things that I think it is good is if you remember, you have your baseline, your current, and your target for each metric. Well, refresh your target. Um, you know, don't don't just uh, um, you know sit back and say, okay, the target from last year is still good for this year. You know, evaluate that target. Was the target too aggressive? You know, maybe you just need to increase it incrementally. Um, was it not aggressive enough? Did you blow it out of the water? Um, so you know, look at the targets. Um, do a refresh on your metric lead. Do a refresh on the targets, and then have those um, feed into your your goal setting for the for the year. And so one of the things. Um, if you think about that, that's that's you know we're we're out to um, keep moving the bar, keep moving the bar. Uh, when you set your goals, I, I want you to remember that you can never rest on your laurels. Now, I don't want you to repeat your goals year over year, and so same with the metric lead. If the target um, wasn't achieved, you know, don't be lazy and just put the same target for next year. You know, really, really push yourself to make sure that um, your you're you're proving your team's value add. You're being um, realistic about what the what the goals are, and you're really trying to push the envelope as much as possible. Now, I don't want you to overlook your success from the, from the year before. I do think it is really important that we recognize the success, and you have to build on your success year over year, certainly. And so, I don't want you to completely ignore that. Um, you build up that credibility by by achieving a lot in 2018. You should be able to build on that, use that credibility to add more value, to seek new opportunities. But you also have to stay hungry. So you want to continually prove your, your value and look for ways to increase your value add. If you remember the, the core workout, we talk about amplifying our value add. Well, that's, that's absolutely critical. So not only do you need to recognize what your value add is, but you got to look to amplify it. And so your goals each year should um, amplify your value add even more so than it did the year before. And if you had an area that was an issue, let's say you had poor, poor stakeholder engagement or poor communication, um, just because you ticked that box in 2018 doesn't mean that you could push it aside in 2019. I mean, you got to stay hungry on that and you got to continue to prove yourself, especially if it was an area that was recognized as, um, as a weakness for the person or for the group. Um, in previous years, just because you tackled it in one year, don't just assume that everybody is going to say, yeah, you know what, um, they've, they've tackled that and um, it's no longer an issue because if that crops up again, um, man, it becomes an issue, an issue real quick, quick and, it, and it actually decreases your credibility quite a bit. So I want to share with you a little story about how I um, personally learned 
the lesson of needing to continually to uh, prove yourself. So early in my career, I was a young high riser and my career was on just a complete upward trajectory. Um, very easy for that early in the year. But as we know, um, careers hit plateaus. And so you have, you have your, your, your promotions and your, 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 your rising in the organization. And then you hit a bit of a plateau. And, and as a, as a young high riser, I was just used to rising fast and that was it. It was just one way it was up. And so I was getting quite, quite frustrated, quite a bit frustrated that my career was in a plateau. Um, uh, you know, side note, it's really important that when you're in those plateaus, make the most of them, look for, um, horizontal, um, growth, you know, look for ways to, um, do your personal development, look for ways to hone your craft, um, and continue to prove your, your, your value add. And so it was just about this time in my career where I was being really, really frustrated that I had a timely nightmare and the nightmare provided me with a tremendous lesson in always needing to prove yourself. So in the nightmare, a little backstory, um, when I was in high school, I was a very, very good soccer player. I was captain of the team. I was uh, all this and all that. And, and I had incredible endurance. I mean, I never came out of the game. You know, I was, I was all over the field. I played every minute. Um, I had speed. Um, I, 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 I was everywhere. And so now in my dream, I was playing rugby. And mind you, I've never played rugby in, in my life, not only in the dream, but in real life, I've never played rugby. And so in, in my dream, I was on the sideline and I was incredibly frustrated. I mean, I just told you in soccer, I was never on the sideline. I was, I was in every, I played every minute. And so I was so frustrated. I was frustrated with the coach. I was frustrated that I wasn't being let in. I knew I could add value. I knew if I was just on the field, I could care less if it was rugby or soccer. I, I knew that if I was in, I, I'd figure the game out and, you know, I'd, I'd add value somehow um, on, on, the, on the field. And so in my dream, I was so frustrated with the coach and I was pleading with the coach to let me in. Just let me in. I know that I could, I could do well. And I was arguing that, hey, look, I was, look how good I was at soccer. But the coach had no clue how I played soccer and could care less how I played, how I played soccer. But to me, that was, that was, I've proved myself already. I was a great soccer player. So you need to, you need to let me in. And then all of a sudden I just woke up in, in sweats. And it was a great lesson for me because just because you proved yourself last year, don't ever take it for granted. You know, just because you had success on uh, your previous role or previous team doesn't mean that you're assumed to have success on your new team or in your new role. You constantly need to prove yourself. You need to prove yourself before you get those opportunities. You're entitled to nothing. You as a person, your team, you're entitled to nothing. So you need to constantly prove your value add. So make sure that when you're setting up your goals, that you're not complacent. You're not assuming just because you did good last year that everybody's going to give you the opportunity this year. You got to continue to prove yourself, continue to put yourself out there, continue to put the team's value add out there. And so... The third topic, beyond typical business goals, I encourage you to always have one personal development goal. And, and I ask you, please, make it just one goal. Don't, don't make the mistake, and I'll get to my mistakes in, in this. But I believe in focusing on your strengths, absolutely. I think we all have gifts, and I think those gifts make up our value add. So I don't want this goal to shift that focus to your weakness, but it is important to tackle our weaknesses. I mean, by tackling, t 
tackling our weaknesses. This is how we grow. This is how we develop as leaders. Um, this is how we add even more value to the, to the organization. And so I don't want you to get tripped up here, um, but I do think it's important that um, we, 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 fo we focus on the weakness for one of, one of the goals. So working on a personal development area, it's very, very difficult. It's very easy for the personal development to slide down on our list. And there's a ton of business demands out there. We have our personal lives to, um, uh, to, to manage as well. And so there's demands from all over the place. And so personal development, r reading a book or going on a course or you know, just pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zone, it's very easy for that to slide down on the list. So I want you to choose just one goal so that you can maintain some focus and you can make steady progress. So I use this approach with myself and with each of our team members. And, and so for me, I'm not always that uh, disciplined, but it is, it is amazing when I see team members that are able to tackle that one item each year. And then after two or three years, you can really see how much they've grown. I mean, I've seen it time and time again. And not all team members take, take me up on this. But when I do, when I see them and I see the, I, I see the determination and I see them focused and I see them making a steady progress, it gets me more motivated to help them as well. And then I start giving more feedback. I take notice about how they're doing in their personal development area, whether it's on meetings or on calls. And I, I then give them feedback and try to encourage them or find new ways for them to develop and grow, whether it's a LinkedIn article or something posted on Instagram, you know, I'll try to share that with them as well. So you know, by, by having that focus, your manager notices it and, and helps you out quite a bit too. And so for me, I'm jealous of that discipline and focus. I mean, they chip away at it each month. Um, I'm not quite as disciplined. So for me, and I've learned a bit, but for me, I either try to take on too much or do nothing at all. And it's an all or nothing kind of thing. Um, but I did find is not only through seeing it with them, I, I put into practice as well. When I find that right balance, it really makes a difference. And so I want you to you know, really choose that one, be even keeled about it. Because steady, when personal development especially, steady progress wins the race. And so by tackling that one item month after month, building on it for the next year, tackling another two or three years out, I mean, you've done quite a, quite a bit. Um, so steady progress wins the race is the key for the personal development. P choose just one and make steady progress. So remember, when setting goals, focus on your stewardship. Push your team, but leave the goals open enough to encourage creativity on how they achieve. Remember to always set out to prove your value add and never let complacency seep in. And then always include a development goal. Don't be too aggressive. Choose just one development area and set yourself up for steady success. I hope this helps as you start setting goals for 2019 and please join me in creating comfort in the workplace by respecting team members and demanding excellence.